to Real Living. This is Lavinia Spirito with Mary Lou Nemechek. We began last show to kind of unpack a little bit about what Encounter Ministries School of Ministry in Lexington coming up in the fall is going to be about. I share it with a lot of people that um, I really consider in a certain sense the natural extension of Bible study. Of all the, the, the many years we've been doing Catholic Way Bible study in this diocese and beyond, it's in a certain sense of preparation, a scriptural foundation for moving further into ministry. You know, what do we do with all this knowledge? Well, now we know, you know, we can be trained to... Um, Raise the dead, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, deliver from evil spirits. I mean, that's the mission of the baptized. You know, our foundation and is is based in scripture and our instructions and everything else. So you're you're totally on target with that. And I really didn't realize that until I decided to to do these four days and make a decision of whether to go through the encounter school. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really kind of, you know, you're, you're waiting for the Lord to say, yes, do this. And that's not necessarily how he works. He may be saying, you go try it, you know, and I'll be there with you. So, so I think, you know, people should not be hesitant about taking a step to the next level or feel that they're not equipped. And that's what was so intriguing the first night of this, where it's all about your identity. And, you know, you know, we're sons and daughters of the king. Mm-hmm. And um, this is, you know, our fruitfulness and our, our, our identity comes in Christ. And we have to be reminded of that. We lose that living in the world today, that that relationship that's been formed and needs to be constantly groomed and um, kept close to us. I mean, that, you know, it's God first, then family, and then everything else. Um, and it's um, uh, it's just amazing. It was just, you know, you, you hear some of the things that they tell you about, um, you know, your proper alignment for your identity. Mm-hmm. And it's access to God. I am, I have, I do. And I have access to God and I do what God has called me to do. And if we would just kind of concentrate on that a bit more, our lives would be, I, th- I would say, more peaceful and hassle-free because we know we're on the on the right path. That pilgrimage we're taking, you're letting him lead you. What are your thoughts? Absolutely. I mean, it's... Uh... And it's kind of it's interesting to see when you get people, especially the first couple nights and they're in there and they're attending this thing, but they're still not quite clear on what it is Mm -hmm. (laughs) they are, you know, attending. Um, They think that maybe it's just going to be another event in which you just talk about talk them to death, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe you might sew some banners or eat some pizza. I don't know what people expect from church stuff, you know. But um, this is so far beyond uh, the classic understanding of, of um, I'm looking up here, I'm looking up the dates for the Encounter Ministry School in Lexington. This is so far beyond what most Catholics uh, are thinking about this kind of thing. Um, let me read to you the four nights of the intensive um, for, um, 
Well, we took our poster down, so now I can't find it, but whatever. Okay. Girl, but anyway, go to, um, uh, on your phone, go to the Christ the King Bulletin, and you'll okay. find it. All right. It'll good. still be posted in there. Okay. So in any case, uh, it, the first night is identity and authority. Who do we, are we in Christ? How could we even dare to say that we can pray for healing and we can pray to hear about people. The mission, as outlined in the first night, is to seek to teach, equip, activate, and deploy disciples to demonstrate the supernatural power and love in their spheres of influence. And that's drawing from the riches of our Catholic identity. It used to be, you know, you would hear about the, um, you know, Pentecostal ministers on television or the evangelical healers, you know, and you would see them on TV or you would hear about them having big meetings and and you would say things like, well, I guess that's not a Catholic thing, when instead it is the original Catholic way of evangelizing, which is the way of Jesus, the way of proclaiming the kingdom and then demonstrating that it's all true. So you tell people about Jesus, you tell about people about the kingdom, you tell people about freedom and about health and restoration. But then the next piece is you show them, you show them, especially our skeptical modern society. You know, so that's that's the first night identity and authority. Who are we? Who are we in Christ? Well, tell you who we are. We're priests, prophets, and kings, right? If we've been baptized and confirmed, we are locked and loaded to do what we need to do, right? Moving from performance to inheritance. Basically, a lot of Catholics have a performance mentality. If I go to so many masses, if maybe I go to confession, if I don't, if I'm not an axe murderer, I don't sleep around, well, then, you know, Jesus has to love me and Jesus has to let me into heaven. But it's so much more, uh, to understand that not only do we have to do the bare minimum, but, but because we are sons of the Father, uh, daughters of the Father, we're commissioned to do what Jesus did. We're commissioned to do what Jesus did. John 14 says that he, that we will do the works that he did and that actually we will do greater works than he did, which, you know, consider my mind and you're so right, because that first night they remind us, because had not Jesus died on the cross, we wouldn't have this inheritance to receive all the benefits that you just described. And we forget about that, that, you know, his death opened up the door for us to do so many things. And um, that's our that's our life's work. That's that is our identity. And we have complete access to the father. Exactly. And, and the key, I think, to look at the whole idea of the school, whether it's an intensive of four nights or whether it's two years of weekly instruction, which is what the school is, uh, is to look at it that we are transformed by the renewal of our minds and that whenever we turn to the Lord, we are transformed. The veil is removed to Corinthians 3.16. Whenever a person turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Freedom not construed in the modern sense of license that I get to do whatever I want, but freedom in the sense of I get to 
do what I ought. I, I get to do my behavior gets to correspond to the truth. All of us gazing with unveiled face on the glory of God are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory as from the Lord who is the spirit. When you talk about that renewal of the mind, the one sentence in the session that I'm, I'm going to kind of post everywhere is re- renewal of the mind is a process of shifting our mindset from a worldly human perspective to a divine heavenly perspective. And that's that's what we have to be reminded of. And we become a student of the supernatural. And by doing that, we can demonstrate so many things as, you know, the, the school of healing and everything else. You, you, bec- you know, you evolve to what you're supposed to be. You know? That's right. That's right. We are sons and daughters of the king. We reign as kings and queens who can bring heaven to earth. We are temples of the Holy Spirit. We are actually a gate between heaven and earth. When we pray the Our Father, we bring uh, as your will be done as it is in heaven on earth. Right. right. And the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in us. So the robe is a kingdom sign of royal priesthood who lives a lifestyle of worship, offering the body as a living sacrifice. So that's uh, that's pretty. Listen to what the catechism says. Catechism 783. Jesus Christ is the one whom the father anointed with the Holy Spirit and established as priest, prophet and king. The whole people of God participates in these three offices of Christ and bears the responsibilities for mission and service that flow from them. So the idea of the school is to activate our identity as royal priests, bold prophets and anointed kings. Now, in your experience, do you know most Catholics who think like this? Uh, no. <laughs> You know, it's not exactly like we're busting at the seams of people dying to get out and minister, right? Right. It's it's uncomfortable and foreign to many people. But as you mentioned earlier, those of you that have attended Bible studies, you really do have a foundation to move on to this. I mean, this is the next logical step. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're supposed to be the hands and feet and eyes and ears for the Lord. We're supposed to reflect his light in the world. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we can't just do that by sitting in Bible study. We we have to go out into the world. We're called out every week at the end of mass to do that. And this really does put you in a position where you're comfortable in doing that. And that's I think that's a key thing. You don't have to, you know, have a you know, theology degree or anything like that, you are given the the items that you need to know, the foundation. And, you know, you know, when you talk about prayer and works, we pray God does the work. Mm-hmm. He's going to equip us. It's not up to us. We just have to be open to it. And that's, that's right. the whole point. And it's wonderful sitting with a group of people in the evening that are just like me and just hoping, okay, give me the information. Let me see if I can tackle this. You know, we're, yeah. we just want to be open to it. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to see wonderful results from this. Mm-hmm. People are so hungry. We yes. had several people come from out of town, mm-hmm. you know, who just couldn't couldn't wait to to hear about what was, you know, about what what are you going to say? What are you going to tell us? You know, I think that is just so so cool. 
the whole thing is just so cool, you know, um, and it's a, and it's been a long time coming. So I'm just I'm ecstatic. So we, we were summing up the four nights. Well, the four nights each represent one quarter of the school that you will be attending if you decide to sign up. By the way, you can sign up at uh, Encounter Ministries of Lexington. If you just Google it, Encounter Ministries of Lexington. Can you please read the website, please? I think it's Encounter Ministries Lexington. It's EncounterSchool.org slash Lexington. Okay, EncounterSchool.org slash Lexington. And then there's a slash at the end of Lexington on on this um, bulletin. Okay, good. So that's, you know, so if you're interested, you should, you can go there and register and we'd love to see you. And you can go back to a, a bulletin from Christ the King and you'll see um, uh, Joan Root is talking about the school. And so you can always email her. In fact, I decided to call her before going mm-hmm. just to chat with her, to ask a few questions, just to kind of Mm-hmm. figure out is this something that I want to try or not and this is what's so great about the, these four days is that you're not making a commitment to everything you're getting a taste of it and I can tell you from talking with the people that have been present everybody's moving on mm-hmm. they want more mm-hmm. well I've heard from three people already today who contacted me different ways, texted me, called me, emailed me about how they've enjoyed it, about the difference that it has been making in their lives, just two nights worth, and how uh, they are looking at a whole new vista, you know, a whole, the world is transformed, the possibilities are transformed. That's what's so cool. So the first day of the intensive corresponds to the first quarter of the first year, the two years, divided into two quarters each. So the first quarter is identity and authority and intimacy. The second quarter is healing, the theology of healing, learning the the prayer model, you know, the five-step prayer model and activating and all that stuff. And then the third uh, part, so this would be year two, quarter one, is prophetic insight, prophecy, words of knowledge, how does the gifts of the Spirit work in our mission? And then the final quarter has to do with inner healing, with setting people free from significant uh, psychological burdens and wounds and problems, you know, so stuff that's not directly related to physical healing. Although it might be also related because we're all related, right, to um, physical healing. So we talked to you about the um, the first night, about identity and authority, how identity is transformed when we are renewed by the transformation of our minds, when we no longer think with the world, but we think with the kingdom. <laughs> God bless you. When we, when we experience that transformation... I've gotten to the point where I wake up in the morning and I either say, Lord, help me put my armor on. And I put my armor on according to Ephesians 6. Or I wake up and I say, Lord, please renew me today by the transformation of my mind. Whatever that looks like. Because, you know, it sounds like we know how that works. But we don't really, you know. It sounds interesting, right? But but for the most part, it's like, well, yes, I hope it goes well today. (laughs) Lord, help us. Help us to be transformed by the renewing of our minds, whatever that means, right? right? You explained it so beautifully, but we have to internalize those things. So we need to have our minds renewed, and um, that would be the best way, perhaps, to lay hold of our heritage of uh, children of the king. The second night is 
the theology of healing. And that's uh, one of my favorite spots because there is a theology of healing. This is not something we borrow from the Protestant churches. This is part of our heritage. And uh, we are never going to be effective evangelizers, which we know that that's the mission of all the baptized, uh, is to go out and proclaim uh, without demonstrating. And uh, the demonstration part, proclamation and demonstration, is the physical healing, the hearing a prophetic insight for people, praying with people for inner healing, praying with people for physical healing. Right. So uh, I thought that I heard a great image. when we pray with people for healing, we're not doing it on our own strength. We're, we are basically bringing to bear a price that Jesus has already paid, right? So the image I got was um, from somebody who was talking about it was, we're just passing along a check that was written by somebody else for a gazillion dollars, to to somebody else we're like the check passers you know we're we're there bringing to bear the price that jesus paid and jesus has appointed us to hand out blank checks you know i mean mm-hmm. in a certain way something that he on his account which is never empty right which is always full so right which is our inheritance he's right. passing his inheritance on to us for us to pass on to others that's right. Non-stop. We have to keep doing this. That's right. So it has to do with um, us being in a space where we can prove that the things that we hear on Sunday are true. But we prove them through his power, not through ours. But what is the one quality that we need to always have, though? Availability. Right. We need to be there saying, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Who shall I send? Send me, Lord. Send me. Right. So. Right. We need to let go of the self-talk that says, I'm not ready, I'm not worthy, I don't know enough, all that stuff. You know what? We probably are not ready, not worthy, and we don't know anything. But we need to trust that the Lord is going to equip us. Well, we're, we keep thinking that we're the ones that are going to be doing this. No, we don't. We're, we're not. That's, the, that's what people have to understand. God is going to use us. And if we allow God to use us, then wonders will happen. And that's that's the obstacle you have to get over because you think, oh, gosh, it's pass or fail. You know, what am I going to do? It's it's not up to us. Mm-hmm. He's going to do it. We just as you said, you just have to be available. You have to be open. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's the hardest thing to kind of drum into our heads, because as Americans and everything, we're self-dependent and, you know, we can multitask and we can do this and we can do that. Yeah. Well, guess what? You can only do a lot of that stuff because God has allowed you to do it. Give credit where credit is due. That's right. He has sent us to do it. That's a great way to conclude this show. Thank you for joining us. Please join us next time as we will unpack the second night of the Intensive Encounter School. Thank you for joining us.